0: Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and each week, me and my buddy Murph are going to get together and talk about something nerdy. Let's jump right in. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a ton of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I edit? How do I get my show on all the podcasting apps? Well, the answer to all of these questions is pretty simple. It's Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Simon and I love Anchor. Honestly, we record, we drop it in Anchor, and it's automatically distributed out to our community. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to Anchor.fm/start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast. All right, we are live. Welcome back, folks. Um, yeah, welcome back, Mark. What's up, dude?
1: What up, what up? Uh, it's, it's been good. I caught a little bug or something this last week, so if I sound like I'm in a dungeon, it's because my head's in a vice. Whoa. Sorry about that.
0: What was that?
1: <laughs> um it was an ad I was pulling up stuff for the for the episode here, and I uh, meant to hit mute, and I didn't hit mute, so anyways so, rusty. you
0: didn't do your you didn't do your, uh, your coat your coat can opening yeah hang on.
1: so just before we hit record, I wasn't even thinking, dude, I've been kind of feeling under the weather, uh not complaining. I've worked like 65 hours and four days already. I've been outside. That's why I haven't been streaming or anything. And so I went ahead and just and forgot to wait until we started the the pod. So if you were looking forward to that, I guess uh see you next week because I already <laughs> did it. Maybe.
0: Yeah. And this is Thursday. Uh, if you're listening to this in the future, you won't know that. But right now it's Thursday. We didn't record yesterday uh, because, uh, like Mer said, he was sick. Last week, I was I had strep throat. Last week, we both couldn't talk, so it wouldn't have been good. So we didn't put an episode out last week, and we we usually pre-record like a week early. So because we were sick, we didn't record for this week. And with Murph working so much, and I've been working so much this week, we hadn't had a chance to catch up. But this is both of our Fridays, so
1: yeah, this is a uh, this yeah. this is a, an exception, not the norm. I know for like, especially for me for work, it just every now and then kind of what came up, came up. And like I said, not complaining, uh, freaking yeah, it's dude, it is hot outside. I, I'm, I work. So my job is about 60% inside, 40% outside. This week was a hundred percent outside and I don't wear sunscreen the first day. And dude, I look stupid. I am freaking burn baby. Yeah. So that and having this like head cold, just yikes.
0: And I apologize ahead of time for the sound of this video. So it went from having like a really good sound to an okay sound to back to the, the normal grainy sound. But because we're doing back-to-back episodes tonight, I didn't want to edit for 12 hours. So we're going to do this one on the shaky and crappy Anchor app. And we're going to publish it, even though I know it's going to cut out here in a few seconds. <laughs> And then we're going to record the better sounding one I can edit for next week, which is good. So, uh, it's been two weeks since the people heard from you, man.
1: What else has been going on in your world? Um, other than just, you know, God, I was sick for probably a whole week altogether. And then this week with work just kind of ruined me. But I didn't really get yeah. to stream, but we got good news on the stream. Our emotes got approved for so, so those of us that have uh, been following us on the stream. Um, if you, uh, hit that sub,
0: like, if you have, if you have no idea what Merv's talking about, he's been streaming on Twitch under the banner name, Wednesday poll. And, uh, we've been kicking some of that stuff over to YouTube. Well, I mean, I guess this is a good enough segue to talk about some things that
1: on in the future. Oh yeah. Was I not supposed to do that? No, it's perfect. I mean, spoiler alert.
0: We caught up. We caught up on, you've been working. You've been sick. I've been sick. And
1: physically sick, not sick in the head.
0: Yeah, both. But we're good now. <laughs> we're, we're caught up. Uh, there was, I mean, I guess there was – I don't even know. That's the thing that we've been talking about is we've always just randomly scrambled for ideas, and so we're kind of going in a new direction. Not take things more professional, but we just have a few different things that we want to do. So Merv streaming on Twitch uh, very well. We did very, very well last week. It's starting to you know snowball. So hopefully he can uh, still – and, um,
1: people hosted me
0: so yeah, it's whatever yeah it's gonna be it should be a good deal and we're kicking a lot of that stuff over to YouTube which YouTube will just be kind of an archive for his live streams and then I'm gonna start doing comic book reviews on there I want to say every week so don't hold me to that I'm, I'm still working out the details but I'm gonna do some comic book re- reviews on there hopefully Murph can do some movie reviews on there and we can kind of get it as like a uh, content hub for our stuff,
1: like the mothership.
0: Yeah, yeah. Independence so Day. The mothership. And then I'm gonna, I'm also gonna put the you know archive uh, some of these episodes of the podcast on there. I'm trying to look for a program that will transcribe the entire thing so I don't have to do it, and then put it on there. So that'd be pretty cool. I haven't found one yet, though. That's. Not-
1: I feel like, I feel like if everyone else that listens like our our Amazing Wednesday pull lighters that yeah. listen. If any one of them was to have their own podcast, which I highly recommend you should do, it's amazing and fun. Mm-hmm. This is about what it's like. If you're listening, you're like, man, because you know, most of us listen to these professional people. That's what they do for a living. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. imagine having a full time job, kids, and all that, and still making time to do it. And like, I know it seems like we're shoddy and kind of all over the place, but I feel like that's what makes it appreciative because it's like, hey, that's probably about how mine would be, too. Right? Right? Yeah. Like, right. And, we're, and again,
0: we're, we want to show that we're growing. So we're, you know, we're actively planning things out to get it more. Professional. Uh, semi-professional and kind of uh, less shoddy. So, you know, like within the realms, like Murphy's saying, within the realms of our lives, like the podcast is very, very important to me. But I also have a job. I also have kids. Yeah, like you know, And I'm not saying, hey, guys, you're bad for us. This is something that I want to do. I just want to, know, you know, it's it's a process. And I hope that people can see the actual growth in it with the, uh, some of these next steps. Yeah, dude, we're, we're,
1: not, we're not trying to be Disney by any means because that's not fun. We like to be the garage guys. The, you know. I don't know. Disney's kind of cool, man. I mean, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm, okay, I'm, riddle me I'm, this, riddle me this. We're not trying to be the dude from Little Rascals that had the badass go-kart. We're trying to be Little Rascals. Go-kart. No, the little no. The, you have it. You have it wrong. The little rascals
0: had the badass go kart.
1: Nah, dude, that one rich kid the, had it. Um, he had
0: it. He had a good go kart, but the, the little rascals had a badass go kart called the Blurb because they had the spin and, cycle. And those two uh, bullies stole it from them.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. I'm talking about the one at the very end, the one where they put together with like hodgepodge.
0: Oh yeah! After they got theirs stolen, yeah. yeah. So yeah.
1: So we're we're trying to be the little rascals. We're trying to have that good
0: medium sized <laughs> card. That's what we're working on. Yeah, like if, again, so
1: like if we pulled over, if you were hitchhiking down the side of the road, or if we were hitchhiking down the side of the road, you would feel comfortable picking us up. You know what I mean? Like yeah,
0: safe. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it, it'll it'll be good. Like I said, we're we got a good thing going with our schedule. Um. Because, honestly, Murph and I talk all day, every day, anyway. So Literally. Sneaking in a 30, 40-minute conversation is pretty good. And then that way, on the other side of it, Murph can stream while he's gaming. He's killing two birds with one stone. I read a bunch of comic books anyway, so me jumping on there for 10 to 12 minutes talking about my favorite points of them isn't really that big of a deal. We can kind of make like a tornado of content for people. No
1: actual birds were killed in any of that, by the way. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you never even know who's listening, dude. You Never know who's listening. Oh god! I had, a dream, so, I had a dream about pickles the other day, and I kept getting ads on my phone for pickles, dude. Weird. Creepy. Yeah, well, it's creepy. It's the like zeitgeist. guys. Anyways, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, with that being said, with trying to be less shoddy, we you know, we have a we don't have a problem, but every so often, the, like we we try to talk about it on Thursdays or Friday. Thursday is our Friday, which means it's the start of our weekend, Uh, but we're usually like, oh man, I don't know what we should talk about, I don't know what we should record, and then so we just kind of get into this limbo of not knowing what we're going to record, so we don't record, but now we have kind of a a schedule template, yeah, kind of like a a monthly template that we're going to go off, then that way you guys know, hey, it's the first day of the month, this is what they're going to be talking about. But you know, like an updated version of it.
1: So kind of, that, kind of like a TV guide for those of us who are old enough to remember those TV yeah. guides.
0: Yeah, you know exactly. This Wednesday is going to be X, Y, and Z. Next, the second Wednesday is going to be this, and then that way you always know. Oh, this must have been the third Wednesday. You know, this just kind of keeps it on track for us. We can just slot in of the latest news and talk about it, and then and then go from there. So I don't have it in front of me, but Merv does. But I'm going to try to go off my memory. I've got it. So first week, we're going to talk about the previous month. So the previous four weeks, uh, there we have a Friday night fight every Friday, obviously, a who would win between two fictional characters or two f- fictional objects. And that first Monday, that first Monday, that first Wednesday of every month, we're going to talk about those four fights because we do a poll on Twitter. And we do a poll on Instagram. We're going to gather the information from those, talk about what the people said, what our friends thought about it. And then we're going to give our opinion on it. And what's
1: really funny about those fights is I don't know what it is. Every time I – whoever I seem to vote for, it's who the poll – that's always who wins the poll. It's really – it's like insider information or something. That's weird.
0: Well, as of right now, Murph is the only – it sounds like Murph's the only person voting on the poll. So you guys need to go out to your local poll and vote. Yeah, voting is important. Voting's important, and so the second Wednesday, or the yeah, the second Wednesday might be my favorite Wednesday, is because it's Murph's choice. Now, uh, I make a lot of decisions with the podcast because ninety percent, I'm very nerdy and I'm very plugged in, and so it's easy for me to just say, "Hey, Murph, look this up, research it, let's talk about it," because Murph has a lot of loose knowledge on some of the comic book stuff very, you know, informative on TV shows, movies, but it's a, it's a good balance. But I usually, I'm just like, hey, we're going to talk about this, and Mark's like, oh, okay. But I have,
1: I have Rain Man power, so when it comes yeah. time to look at something up, I can become a yeah, master
0: absolutely.
1: in a matter and, of minutes, hours, really.
0: And he does. He'll come up with some ideas, and he says, hey, let's do this, and sometimes I'm like, man, eh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> and so... So the second Wednesday of every month is going to be Murph's choice. This is no veto from Lex. Whatever Murph says we're going to do, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to research. He's going to give me it. Yeah, you know, hopefully give me a couple days. I'm going to research what I can about it, and I'm going to let him take the reins.
1: So, Guess what, y'all? S- spoiler alert. Second Wednesday in October. Chopsticks, baby. I don't know. I don't know what that means. That's but what we're going to talk about. Chopsticks.
0: Well, I guess I better do my research then. So, <laughs> Murph's Choice is going to be, hopefully, uh, uh, something that we can get quotable moments from, something that people are going to like, because a lot of people like the spoiler alert thing. A lot of people like, you know, Murph's stupid conundrums. So, uh, hopefully... Lex hates together.
1: it, but you guys love it so much that we're bringing it back.
0: Uh, so, so that's Murph's Choice, the second week. The third week is going to be just... So we're going to talk about movie news, comic book news. Uh, you know, because we're going to lightly touch on some of this stuff. If something big enough happens during the week, we're going to are notable. We're going to talk about it. But the third Wednesday is going to be uh, basically a four week recap on any nerd news. Yeah, third, we third
1: Wednesday is going to be. <laughs> yeah.
0: And it gives me and Murph a chance to actually talk about it on air, give our opinions about it. And uh, that's for me, that's one of my favorite ones because going through and listing the updates, I, I, I enjoy doing that. So, where it's Murph coming off a hot Murph take, <laughs> we're gonna go back to official business on uh, the third week. The fourth week is something that Merv and I really enjoy doing, it's been some of our best episodes. Mm-hmm. Good so times. It's going to be our fan cast. We're going to do some sort of fan cast, whether it be an individual character, team. I think we're going to start off with... The Care Bears. No, I think we're going to start off with the announced shows like Moon Knight. We're going to do one episode of Moon Knight. We're going to talk a little bit about them, who, we, who should play them, why, what Murph thinks, what I think. Then we're going to do she hulk Marvel, Miss Marvel. We're going to go down that list. Eventually leading up to you know Fantastic Four, X-Men... That whole game. So the fourth Wednesday of every month is going to be our fan cast, which I'm really excited. It's probably my favorite thing that we do on the podcast. Because uh, Murph and I, with, before we did the podcast, we would do that. We would
1: have, like, these long – These are literally – our, our podcast is literally real conversations we have. We're just yeah. recording. And I actually <laughs> talk weird. to nobody that's there. I talk to the third per- – like – you guys that are listening, I would talk to those people, even though there was no one there. So, well, literally. You <laughs> I know, about, I'm just, like, I'm so, fan, I'm just you know, kidding. I'm just kidding. Our fan cast. You know, there was a
0: magazine that came out in the 90s and 2000s called Wizard Magazine. It was my favorite magazine as a kid. I mean, I guess not a lot of kids maybe have a favorite magazine besides Mad or something. But my favorite magazine was Wizard Magazine. It was a, it was a comic book magazine. It had all kinds of great articles in it, and the back it had the price list for like comics that were out, like what they're selling for. I loved checking that out. But one thing, oh, they, hey. did, one thing they did was the fan cast of uh, you know upcoming characters or whatever. Then this was before Marvel movies or, or DC movies ever came out, so it was really cool to see that back in the day.
1: What were you gonna say? Um, just to prove everyone that I was consuming poison. Wow, you already, you already cracking the second No, no, I was crushing the can so you guys oh, could hear that. Was like, that it was legit. You're I know really, that. You're tired. Really I said I, I know some of you peeps Damn. out there doubt me, dude. So I had to just crush that can so you oh know, hey, he really did.
0: You know, does anybody drink?
1: Thought... Does anyone drink with us? Like, does anyone pop a top with us? No. Like, do you pop a top and let us I know? Usually, I would I usually, like to know.
0: I usually drink a beer when I'm doing this with you. I don't drink beer. Yeah, I know. You just drink poison. Yep. <laughs> you know what I actually want our first main cast to be? Yeah. Uh, something that we've talked about before, and and it has been articles online, and we've seen pictures and and talked and commented <laughs> on them. But um, I think we should do the MCU,
1: but in the '90s. So like '90s, like big time, so kind like, of like the a, hot, like Tom Cruise. I mean, he's still yeah. pretty big, but like.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, like Mel like Gibson. Gibson. Kind of like a reverse fan cast, like going back in time.
1: Which I think that would be fun. Like, so we would, would use up. we would use like hot actors from the '90s that were age yeah. appropriate-ish. Okay. Yeah, Kurt Russell. You know, Ooh, I fucking love Kurt Russell. No, <laughs> like these guys
0: are still alive, but they were more like young. Guys, yeah, like you know, in their prime. Like.
1: Yeah, like Big Trouble in Little China, Kurt Russell, yeah. Tango Cash, Kurt Russell. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like I feel like like Arnold and Stallone, those and like crews don't count because they really haven't aged. They've taken side. Well, They'll
0: definitely, definitely still be. in it, even though Solace Stallone and uh, <laughs> Kurt Russell are, are in the MCU technically.
1: I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. They technically are. I didn't think about that. <laughs> well, they're
0: out. All oh, right. Okay, so uh, it is – is that everything on the list? Did I get everything Yeah, out? I
1: can't believe you actually did that off memory. That was really good. Well, what can I say? I, I think you me... were lying. I think you had it pretty little to them. Well, I wrote, I wrote the list. <laughs> so, I... Wait, like <laughs> okay. on?
0: you wrote it down on paper? I did write it down. I write a lot of this stuff down on paper. First. <laughs>
1: Nobody fucking writes shit down on paper anymore.
0: I'm old school, man. <laughs> I'm way old school. Do you okay, like so type so stuff on it, a typewriter? It, I wish I had a typewriter. It'd be really cool. I need to look into that. Maybe I can find one. They're really heavy,
1: though. Yeah, that's, they look like suitcases.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's neither here nor there. So today is, if you're at the top of are listening to this, list, I have no idea what date is. So I apologize. But the date of recording and
1: The week uh, of. Um, the week of. It,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, today's date is September 12th which means yesterday was a very somber day, of September 11th. And uh, I would have like a, a ton of jokes, but eh, that's not really appropriate. So <laughs> I'm going to keep them all to myself. But I do want to, you know, take a second that I, I, I kind of did. That's one of the reasons why I didn't publish yesterday or, you know, post one yesterday or record yesterday or anything. Uh, just because it's kind of like, I know it's been so many years and this is not one of those political podcast but for me it was it was you know it's still a big deal um so yeah did you do anything yesterday or did you just sleep
1: me no i was yeah. i mean we were at work i was at work yesterday so yeah
0: yeah so it's, for me it's i have a you know it murph not to devote you know private information but you're a first responder so i have a huge appreciation for first responders and so that's why I, I, 9-11 means so much to me. Uh, but, yeah, as, that's why I didn't, That's why we didn't publish yesterday. That's the real reason that we're coming to you on it. Yeah, uh,
1: it's uh, – for people that don't my, know, especially the younger folks, I mean, I was – we were, what, junior high when that happened? I was in – you were in
0: junior high. I was – I think you were in eighth grade.
1: So you were in ninth grade?
0: I was in ninth grade,
1: yeah. So, I remember we were outside playing wall ball, and, like, I remember a bunch of teachers come running around, and yeah. they are like, saying planes crashed in the World Trade Center, and dumb me, you know. I've seen those buildings and knew that, but I didn't know that's what they were talking about, and I didn't realize the severity of planes, like, literally fucking crash into these buildings, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I kind of – I remember we all kind of like, oh, okay, you know, and they brought uh, everybody in like, auditoriums and all that, and TVs were turning on, and that's when I was like – Oh shit! Like this is yeah. this is not good, folks.
0: I, I remember. Yeah, I was
1: to be to
0: make light of it. I was asleep in a world geography world geography class, and um, I look. I, I remember everybody you uh, know standing up and they they had the TV on and everybody's watching TV. And I get up, I wake up, and I'm thinking some sort of. They, I guess they just put a movie on in class, and I went back to sleep, and then. After that class, it was, like, a big deal. People, you know, some parents were taking their kids out of school and all kinds of, like, crazy stuff. And uh, I remember my parents didn't take me out of school, so they did not love me as much as everyone
1: else's kids. They were, like, they called your parents, like, hey, uh, Lex, Lex is the only kid still in school. So. <laughs> like,
0: okay, well, we'll pick him up after school. <laughs> One thing that, to, to bring it back to, like, uh, comic books and nerd stuff and not make it too um, bad, while we're talking to you guys. I remember uh, very vividly that in, I think December of that same year, was it 2001? Yes. Marvel published a book called Heroes, and it was a collection of pinups and short stories from various creators. Uh, You know, it was basically some of the classic heroes, because they all basically live in, I said basically twice for some reason, but they all live in New York. And so it would, it it Imagine them in New York as it happened. Like so it, helping. Yeah, it was a very cool it had it was prominently, you know, first responders, way more first responders in the pictures than the superheroes, but the superheroes were basically uh helping out any way they could. I remember it it was very weird though because they had some of the there was a scene, I guess they were trying to go, you know, for an emotional scene. But they had something like Juggernaut. Kingpin, Doctor Octopus, Magneto, and Doctor Doom—I think that's right. So, if you know what I'm talking about, if you can pull that up, anyone, and let me know that's who who it was. But I'm saying I want to know if you guys are out there listening. Pull that picture up. I guarantee I got it right. Um, But it got him standing there in the middle of all the debris, and uh, they're kind of just taking it all in. It does a close-up to Doctor Doom's face. And he has tears coming down his face. And uh, it said something like, uh, because the worst, or even the worst of us uh, are still human and we still feel. And I was just like, that's kind of weird because all of these people have murdered innocents. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like all of these people that are like crying. These are terrorists. Like Dr. Doom is a terrorist. (laughs) You know, Magneto murdered millions of innocents. Juggernaut just
1: runs people over.
0: Yeah, you know, it's just I get, I get what they're trying to do, but I always thought it was weird. That is uh, kind of strange, of, but I guess if
1: you bring it to the reality side of it, you know, the realism yeah. side, they kind of,
0: yeah, kind of break that fourth wall. Yeah,
1: break the fourth wall a little bit.
0: Uh, they did, they released another book in 2002 called, uh, a moment in silence and it was basically honoring all the people that passed away and, uh, all, I, th- I believe all the money that was raised from those books was donated to the Twin Towers Fund. It was a charity that dis- distributed uh, two hundred nineteen million dollars. to crap. first crap! So yeah, and they weren't the only publisher that contributed to that. But uh, you know, Dark Horse, Chaos, Image, uh, DC—they all worked together to release this book called "9/11 Artists Respond." And so was, a
1: lot of that money went to uh, the same thing. That's that really cool. cool. And what's cool? What another thing? that's – well, I said I started to say cool, but that part is cool. But kind of to tie it back to the real event, something that is still sad is that the death count from the nine eleven, you know, the towers collapsing, is still. Sure it's still climbing because a lot of the first responders that went into the buildings, mm-hmm. you know, all the lung diseases and cancers, they got all kinds of crazy. Who cancer from the even, they, they weren't even so thinking about it, man. They just ran in there because it's what, that's what you do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To help yeah. people. And they're still dying today. And it's sad, man, that, that, that yeah. death toll will still continue to rise for probably another decade or two till it officially ends. So it's just, it's hard to believe that something that happened almost 20 years ago is, People are still dying from, you know, inadvertently, obviously, not directly from it, but, I mean, direct contact.
0: Some of those guys are, like, miserable for the past decade. And they're
1: in their 40s and 50s, man, and they're in just, they're long, you know, I've seen images and stories about them. They're in wheelchairs because they just, you know, they basically have emphysema, but they never smoke. It's just, it's it's really, really yeah. sad. So.
0: And they were about to get all their, like, funding cut and stuff. Yep.
1: Pretty mm-hmm. sad,
0: pretty sad situation, but. Yeah, I think they got a lot of that stuff turned around, though.
1: But a big shout-out to all those folks that, that sacrificed yeah, sure. and their families and everybody involved.
0: Well, everybody in general. Like, I think that those jobs are, are jobs that people take for granted. And so, uh, yeah, we just kind of wanted to take a second to shout those people out. Um, yeah, I don't know. if you're So there's not much that M- Murph and I can do. We don't have, you know. You're <laughs> not bringing in the millions yet. Uh we don't. have right. any money, what we're what we we're saying we can say thank you. Yeah, what we we can do, and this is it sounds cheap, but if you uh, stop by Murph streaming anytime on Twitch, and you know basically say hey, you know I'm one of those guys that was listening, I'm a first responder, then uh, Murph and I will buy you a sub for that channel. So you get something, but you don't really get anything. You don't get anything, but it's kind of our way of showing some appreciation. So. Just
1: just like those of us that aren't first responding, you get a thanks. Yeah,
0: it's it's like a thanks. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> good, All right, that was good deep job, sport. And, and that is uh, not what we talk about usually, but we're going to segue into a real topic today. Murph has been dodging for three. Weeks. I have not been dodging this. But I will will not let him get away from it. It's something that's very dear to my heart. (laughs) We're talking about the nation right now, so we're going to talk about a national treasure. The one and only, possibly the greatest actor of all time, Nicolas Cage.
1: God. What, What do you think
0: about that? What do you think about that claim of him being the greatest actor of all time?
1: Before two thousand, yes.
0: You you still don't think he is,
1: dude. He hasn't. He's okay. Okay. So in the eighties and nineties, he of, was in a lot, a lot of, good a, of good movies. He's been in there's a lot a of movie. A
0: factor in. I
1: okay, know. I know
0: you're saying he's been in a lot of bad movies. There's a lot of factor.
1: I know why he's had about. tax issues, and I I I know. I know. All <laughs> well, I'm so it is all that. Let's like pour in a nice glass of whiskey and then pour in a coke or put a shitload of ice cubes in it. Like, there was nothing wrong with it, and then you go had, had to go and ruin it.
0: Uh, so you don't think he's the one? He don't think he is the greatest actor of all time?
1: I mean, that's tough. That's a stretch. Stretch for me. <laughs> uh,
0: I think he's the greatest. Let me give you some backstory on Nick Cage. I don't have any. I thought I should have had something pulled up. Um, give me one second. Nick Cage. Um, I know that he he was he changed his name. His real name's not Nick Cage, right? It's, no,
1: it's Nicholas Kim Coppola. He's related to his uncle is Francis Ford Coppola, a very famous, awesome director. He changed oh, his okay. name, so so I don't even know why I know this, but I don't have to look I'm anything up. Did. He changed his name, obviously coming up because he wanted to be able to. You know, he didn't want to get parts. He didn't want to get turned down or casted just because. He was related to Francis Ford Coppola. For those of uh, us who don't know who Francis Ford Coppola is, and some of the movies he's directed, um, he has directed the Godfather movies. So I'm pretty sure you know about that. He's directed Apocalypse Now. Um, oh, wow. So Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. He was a part of. So Francis Ford Coppola has been a part of some really big movies. I mean, it's yeah. hard to argue that Godfather series is not one of the greatest, you know, movie trilogies. Of all freaking time, so yeah, we, we still did not put it
0: in the top ten.
1: Yeah, we didn't. Or like...
0: top, or top five.
1: Yeah. Uh I mean, oh, I did. Fre- yeah. Fre- Fre- Francis Ford Coppola did Bram Stoker's Dracula, which I actually really like. That movie. dude. Keanu Reeves is in it. Who? See, I don't think Keanu Reeves did
0: a very good job in that movie. Who was
1: Who was Dracula in that? Um, was it?
0: No, Gary Tom Oldman. It was Gary Tom Oldman. Been Keanu been Reeves.
1: Gary. Yeah, Keanu <laughs> Reeves was in. Brom, Stroker's Dracula, Winona Ryder, and then Gary Oldman was Dracula. Oh, Anthony Hopkins played, uh, what's his name, Van Helsing. Of course he did. <laughs> Let me, I need to look that up. I think it was 1982. That's just all off memory off the top of my head. Don't hold me to it. But that, that's a really good Dracula movie. It's fun. Yeah, I like that one. I, did, I, you know, I don't think Keanu Reeves did a very good job in the movie. He acts like he did in Bill and Ted. He was kind of that, like, country, that, like, kind of the the, like, western, arrogant, you know, apprentice yeah. to Van Helsing. I thought it was fine. I like when they're chasing the wagon on horses. Yeah, he was okay. He was just okay. Gary Oldman did a good job in that movie. Yeah, Gary
0: Oldman was really good. And Yeah, he changed his name. His name was inspired by the African-American superhero uh, Luke Cage. So, that's cool. The reason why I like Nicolas Cage so much is because he's such a big comic book fan. He
1: Now, I will say that he is a comic book nerd.
0: Yeah, and so that's why I think that I I, I was drawn to him so much is because uh, one for a long time he owned the uh, first a very good copy of the first issue of uh, Superman Action Comics number one, which right now goes for one point six million
1: dollars or something like that. Well, he's very Superman is one of his favorite characters, and I yeah. know we're gonna get into it. He almost played in the Unforgotten. Or the Forgotten Superman movie, he did. He did almost. Play. He
0: actually named his son after Kal El, uh, Superman's birth name. That's how much of a
1: nerd he his is. His Krypton birth name. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at me with the comic stuff tonight, dude. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm popping my collar. I don't even have one on it, dude. Alright.
0: I. Uh, you know, I was I was gonna buy a single page of action. It was like a torn out page of action comics. Uh, you know, There's a gr- comic book's grade scale from 0 to 10. Uh, it was like a 5.5. 5. Just one page. It wasn't even like an a, a, in important page. It was just like a random sleeve. $6,000. Jeez. Yeah. And then I realized I'm not going to pay $6,000 for a piece of paper. <laughs> so, even though eventually there'll be more, but still. Comic book dealing is a is a stressful game. It's like stock trading, man. Yeah, except with stuff that only nerds care about. They like they know like where where
1: the paper came from that it was printed on. Yeah.
0: How many of them came out and all stuff
1: like that. Yeah. Who the fucking guy that who sold lunch to the guy that did the artwork on them? <laughs> right. And so I think the easiest
0: way to start my you know, my Nick Cage tribute uh, episode is to ask you what is your favorite Nick Cage movie? Now, see, that, that's a tough question. You can't say it's not a tough question.
1: It is a very he's tough some, I mean, some good movies. the thing is, now, more, okay, so I'm going to just talk about the 2000s real quick. I think the last good movies he has done was both in 2005 and 2004. He did. Okay. He did Lord of War in oh five. He did National Treasure in oh four. Those are good. Did, Those did are good like movies. I mean, yeah, the sequel. The sequel to Nash, that's fine too. Yeah, sure, yeah. that's good. But that so that's fifteen years ago. Like,
0: did you ever see? The, did you? Okay, so he was into into the Spider Verse, and I, even though he was voice acting, he was great. Yeah,
1: it. I don't count that though because it was just a. I mean, it was a smaller part. You know what I mean? More of a okay. supporting role. But yes, that was yeah. good, and I loved that. I was he was perfect for Noir Spider Man. He did great,
0: and I hope that he gets a little bit more screen
1: time in the second. But let's be honest. Let's be honest. After 2005, after um, or, uh, what? Uh, God dang it, Lord of War. He did. He did. Bangkok Dangerous. Are you kidding me?
0: He was really good in. He was really good in Kick Ass, and again, it's a supporting role.
1: Yeah, that was that he was, was that was good. He was
0: really good in that.
1: But Bangkok Dangerous has anybody seen that?
0: No, look and, look and, up the and Rotten Tomato scores on
1: Bangkok Dangerous real quick.
0: I will preface this that uh, I haven't seen a lot of his, and then, so maybe this is kind of <laughs> kind of uh, showing that I don't know much about Nick Cage. But I didn't see much of his movies after um,
1: 2000, <laughs> after Lord of War. So here's the thing: I, he just started, and okay, real quick, folks, if you didn't know this, his like agent or his his somebody. His money person fucking wasn't paying taxes. So he was yeah, facing yeah. like 10 years in prison or he could pay it back. And they're like, we'll give you a chance to pay it back. So what has he been doing? He's been making three movies a year forever and they fucking suck. So it kind of sucks. You know, he's caught some, he's caught a little excitement with, you know, Spider Man and Kick Ass, things like that. Like kind of some surprise. Like, oh shit, this was awesome. Nick Cage was in it. But like, that's what Nick Cage is now to me. It's like, when you don't expect him, it's fucking amazing. Like one of the best hidden cameo scenes ever for me in a movie is Will Ferrell in Wedding Crashers. Not to side jump there, but like that. Like remember when you, he walked out and how excited you were when you saw that movie? Like, yeah, that was fucking awesome. So look up real quick, Bangkok Dangerous. So he did right. that, and then he did. And look up you And I'm gonna look up Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider was fucking awful, and that's a badass character.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of Ghost Rider. I wasn't too fond of... Because he was older. He was already older. Ghost Rider came out in 2007, and Nicolas Cage was already older. So he was born just,
1: in 62.
0: I didn't know so how old that yeah. is. Well, he's 55 now, so...
1: Bangkok Dangerous. 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. 8%. 8 fucking percent.
0: 8%. And I will say, I never saw that movie. I have no idea what it's about.
1: But... Terrible. I, he's a, an assassin in Bangkok, and it's, he wears leather pants... I, wa- I started watching it. Very first scene is he's on this motorcycle. You don't know it's him, but it's like looks like a chick in all leather. Does like this crazy assassination thing. Takes off his helmet. He's got Nick Long, Nicholas Cage hair like from Con Air, and I'm like, "Yep, I'm done."
0: <laughs>
1: Dude,
0: Andy Sandberg does the
1: perfect Nicolas Cage impression. It
0: is hilarious.
1: Ghost Rider, 26 percent Rotten Tomatoes. Terrible. Yeah,
0: and that movie got a sequel, and I will say that is the fir- That is maybe one of the only comic book movies that I have never seen. I've never saw. The sequel. Oh
1: yeah, you know wonder how good the sequel did? Eighteen
0: percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I never saw the sequel. So,
1: anyways, not to- so now that I got the bashing out of the way. What
0: a what a terrible character, or what a terrible waste of a character though.
1: Really bad. Jeez. So, okay. Gone in sixty seconds. So I'll I'll highlight some of the movies I like, and then I'll try to decide my favorite. Gone in sixty seconds. Okay. I really like that. Great movie. Eight millimeter, Snake Eyes. Those are good. Face Off is so good. Yeah, they. A lot of people don't
0: think, agree with you, but I agree with you.
1: Conair, the rock. Okay, in the nineties, he was a darling dude. Like he had a lot of good movies. Him and him and Jim Carrey. Like, kind of dominated the 90s, I think. Like, City of Angels, Snake Eyes, 8mm, Face Off, Con Air, The Rock. I love Sean Connery. Leaving Las oh, Vegas. Yeah. Oh, really trapped in Paradise. Guarding Test. Red Rock West. Honeymoon in Vegas. Honeymoon in Vegas was good, too. Um, yeah. Time to Kill. That was okay. And then in the 80s, he had uh, Peggy Sue Got Married, The Boy in Blue. And then Raising Arizona is might be one of the the funniest Nick Cage. If you've not seen Raising Arizona, it's from 87, I think, somewhere around there, 88, 87. However, Nicholas Cage has a wife who, like, wants a baby bad. Well, his or her boss has, like, six babies, so they steal one, yeah. and they're, it takes place in Arizona, so they name it. In, it's it's a really good 80s uh, comedy. Yeah,
0: it was one of his first – first real movie yeah like, that kind of put him in, on the spot it
1: put him on the spot yeah,
0: he was in Fast Time with, I don't even really remember him in Fast Time but they say he's in
1: it yeah I don't, I don't either I don't remember seeing him in there Honeymoon in Vegas yeah. is a really funny if you haven't seen that one Honeymoon in Vegas I think Meg Ryan's in that one who's his wife right. in Honeymoon in Vegas yeah uh, oh it's Sarah uh, Jessica Parker
0: Sarah Jessica Parker yeah yeah
1: movie. it's actually a really funny movie
0: yeah that one's really good it's a good um, 90's rom-com that was a good I, I mean what's your, which one's your favorite though He does he should he should do more comedies though
1: he like, is, yeah he should because
0: brazing Arizona was really funny, but then he became kind of like the serious actor or an action star and then like serious movies like there's I, that one movie about the lotto ticket where
1: the uh, the lotto ticket
0: yeah remember that he was like a police officer and he fell on, I can't remember what that movie was called the family what would man you, what, would, what the, would you do weather the movie. weatherman no, Weatherman was good too. Is
1: that it's either the Weatherman or the Family Man? No, we... it was
0: what it was. What would you do? I think.
1: Let me look yeah. that up. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't. He's hard to buy as a action star, honestly. Like, like he's in Wind Talkers, that World War II movie, but like he just shoots the shit out of people with a Tommy gun.
0: Yeah.
1: Like he does you... good. Like Snake Eyes is really good, and Eight Millimeter is really good. The Rock is really good. Like Stanley Goodsby, that's one of my favorite movie characters. Maybe the rock is oh, no. my
0: favorite. Excuse me, guys. The movie was called It Could Happen to You. Yeah, It Could Happen To You. That's in the nineties. Yeah, it was in the nineties. He was a police officer and he uh won the lottery and then instead of or he split the money with a waitress as a tip or something like that. Something crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he like Make told her easy. he told her if they won the lot he's like, here I'll split this with you, we win the lottery.
0: Yeah. So you
1: do so you say he hasn't made a good movie after 2000, like five. 04, 05? 05, man, yeah. Did, did you ever see the movie called Joe that he made? Uh, no. I heard it was a pretty decent action flick. I just I haven't watched those because like ah, they just seem like they suck. Yeah, that's Is it well, good? That's
0: the thing. Like he made he made a bunch of films and they're all kind of you know murky, but he had some gems, gems in, in there. Those. So yeah. Joe and J- Joe's one of them. I don't know what the rotten. Sc- uh, or can you look up the tomatoes yeah, I'm gonna well. look it up. Um I don't know what that is, but I really enjoyed that movie. It was on Netflix for a little while. That's where I saw it. Okay. My favorite my favorite Nicholas Cage movie is probably Face Off because I remember it so much. And uh and because John Travolta was so good at it, too. Oh, Joe's
1: got eighty five percent around tomatoes. I'm gonna check this out. That's good, man. I think you would like it. What's it awesome. about? An ex con who is the unlikeliest of role models meets a fifteen year old boy in his face with the choice of ridiculous So I'm guessing he's on the run in the woods here. Kinda.
0: Kinda. Laying low, yeah, yeah. I don't uh, Oh,
1: Ty Sheridan's heard. in that. Ty Sheridan's a pretty good youth actor. Yeah,
0: he's from Ready Player One.
1: Yep. Really good movie. Yeah, so it's pretty good.
0: It's a pretty good movie, you'll like it. He's basically kinda like a kind of like an old man or kind of like a Logan situation, mm-hmm. like where he's taking care of a younger person. Uh, typically getting in trouble, getting in scraps, but trying to, you know, stay away from that life. It's a it's a really good movie, man. I think he
1: did a really good job. Like, he, here's some of the movies he's coming out. Here's some of the movies coming out with him right now. Running oh, with yeah, the, the Devil. Yeah, listen to all these. Running with the Devil. Sounds terrible. Primal. Dumb. Kill Chain. Dumb. Prisoners Kill, of the Ghostland. Land. Here, here's the character name he plays. Hero. What? Cool, Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> Grand Isle 10 These movies are going to be terrible. One.
0: There might be one or two good ones. So let me say, I have a list of his eight greatest movies.
1: Mm-hmm. Good luck.
0: Raising Arizona, obviously. Yes. On that list. 1987. I've already explained it. And you know, that movie was made, it was the second film made by the Cohen brothers.
1: Dude, the, okay. The Cohen brothers, dude, Cohen brothers they, are really good directors. They make some hits. And so it's obviously a hit. It's, Speaking of brother directors, the Coen brothers and Farley brothers. And the Russo brothers. Something about brothers working together. Yeah. The Farley That's brothers did um, There's Something About Mary.
0: There. Yeah, that one's great. There was a movie in 1987 called Moonstruck. I think it's the same year that Raising Arizona came out.
1: He was in a lot in the 80s, but he was kind of doing mostly small roles. And then Raising Arizona was like his coming out role. But he plays an idiot so perfectly in Raising yeah. God damn it, it's so
0: good. Yeah, Moonstruck, he actually did so good at Moonstruck that he, he, uh, I don't think he won anything, but two of his co stars in that movie won Oscars Cher and Olympia. Yeah, that's
1: the one with Cher in it. Yikes. Uh,
0: Leaving Las Vegas, great movie. I feel like it's one of his, I think it might be his biggest movie.
1: You really think so, Leaving Las Vegas? I think so,
0: man. Like, as far as like uh, commercial success, it might be his best movie. Okay. And, and MOV is basically he's a alcoholic that moves to Las Vegas to basically Smart. bring himself to death. And it's it's good. He's really believable.
1: And meanwhile hey, he doesn't he 90% doesn't
0: really on rotten tomatoes. Leaving Las Vegas was? Yeah. Nice. Damn. And then uh Honeymoon in Vegas. <sighs> That's good. I guess you already talked about that one. That one's good. That one's a so rom-com. That one's that was if you're into rom-coms, it's a good one.
1: Yeah. He's, like, a gambler, uh, right? Is yeah, right? he's a gambler, and then he, like, gets into some Elvis impersonation. But then they, like mm-hmm. – I just always remember they, like, do this parachuting at the end because they're, they're basically – him and his wife – they're trying to get married, him and Sarah Jessica Parker, but he's, like, on the run from, like, the – like, James Khan. Um, yeah. James Khan is – for reference, I'm trying to – if you don't know who James Khan is, but he's, like, the bookie bad guy coming after Nick yeah. Cage. Um, james conn let me just let me help you guys out with james conn
0: in the meantime i think kick ass was really good he did an adam west style batman impersonation
1: yeah it was really the good major,
0: the character of big daddy hello ass kick i thought it was so funny i mean it was probably my favorite part of that movie was nicholas cage yeah and, and that was a good movie i mean it was a really good book that came out it kind of I always like those books that break out away from the typical Marvel, DC, superheroes, and tights kind of thing. And so this one did, and the movie was pretty good, but he was definitely my favorite part of it. A movie that you didn't... Did you uh, talk about Gone in 60 Seconds? Yeah, that's a good one. I really like that. That's a good one. That one might be one one of my favorites. That's one of my favorites because... Hey, like you said, he doesn't do over-the-top action very well. But this one, it's easy to do when it's like car chases.
1: Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like he is not Stallone, he's not Schwarzenegger, he's not even Tom Cruise. He's, not Russell. he's yeah. not Russell, but he can do it. Like he was perfect in Con Air. Like it was, it was believable. It was enough. I'm going to show you God does exist. Like <laughs> perfect, man. You know, yeah. like he, ah, I mean, what do you think Wednesday? Polish? Like could he do action? I don't know. I think it's that's why I think Bangkok Dangerous. When I found out when he, t- he takes the helmet off, I'm like this, I can't buy this. You know what I mean? Like even in talking about
0: talking about action movies and Con Air. Con Air is next on the list. It, the the plot is asinine and it's just silly. It's just a silly movie. You know, for for an action movie, popcorn movie. I don't even remember really the premise. All these Con Air con, con men are on this airplane. <laughs> Are they shipping them to? A... They're just
1: they're transporting them to. Man, it got fifty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That sucks, dude. I mean, it's <laughs> okay. It's, I mean, it's, it's like one of those
0: movies that you watch because it's on TV. Seventy
1: five percent popcorn score, though. Yeah,
0: that makes sense because people like us. I mean, it had an all star cast: uh, Nicholas Cage, John Cusack, John Malkovich. I think Ving Grayes was in it. Uh, Danny Steve Trejo. Danny Trejo was in it. I mean, these are all these are all those. B action 90s stars. 90s, the stars. 90s action stars. So yeah, that was a great movie. Uh, I liked it. 1996,
1: The Rock. That Amazing. See, and that's another heavy action movie, but he kind of plays the scientist nerd that like, yeah. kind of makes it. Obviously, Sean Connery, who is playing yeah, James. Is. Real quick, just so you guys know, Sean Connery plays James Bond in that movie. Yeah, just old. No, that's that's who he's playing. He, he he is James Bond like the character uh, who he is is James Bond. It's it's okay. like a oh, he not, no, it does. He was British intelligence. They captured him. Oh, but they didn't say he was James Bond. But though. he is, is what I'm was, saying. Yeah, like, he's, sure. that's what they're making fun of there. He's James Bond.
0: It was cheesy. It was a cheesy movie, and it had like silly '90s uh, like punchlines and lines. Uh, but it was very cool. Very cool. Very quotable as far as '90s movies go. And yeah. uh, it was a good one. It was like a summer
1: blockbuster. You know what I mean? Yes. Sixty-six percent. Huge car chase. Yeah. Remember the Hummer and the the Lamborghini car chase? Yeah, just silly.
0: What just happened to my? Uh oh. No, that one was good. Um, was that my last one? That was my last one. That was eight. Now his worst movies. The rest. Um. The rest of them. The most, obviously, uh, Ghost Rider was terrible. On so bad. Terrible. So bad. What else? What are what are bad? Like just noticeably bad movies that you have is
1: uh, anything after two thousand four. Uh, after anything after 2004. Bangkok Dangerous is got eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Jesus. Yeah.
0: Okay. So Nicolas Cage. National Treasure. What about National Treasure? Those are some of his best movies.
1: Uh, You know what? I don't think it did as well as you think. I think it's like in the 40s.
0: What is the... Uh, what's the Rotten Tomato score?
1: I'm about to let you guys know.
0: Sorry if it sounds like I fell apart for a second, guys. My computer is just like...
1: 46% National Treasure.
0: Crapped out on me.
1: Jesus, really? Yeah, I think it's better than that, though. I think it's better than 46 I mean 76% Rotten Tomato or er, Popcorn score, so... That's Man, I,
0: thought those, I thought those movies were really enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I did too. I, I I think 46 is kind of unfair. I'm not going to lie.
0: Hey, do you, i like to go to at least one of the reviews and say why.
1: Uh, let me pull it up. I'll let you know.
0: Jesus. Okay, I got some weird facts about Nicolas Cage. Again, sorry if I kind of shambled for a second. My computer just,
1: like, randomly... There you go. This movie couldn't be more stale if it had been dug up by archaeologists. Get it? Because he's a treasure hunter. (laughs) So bad on so many levels. That's actually pretty good. It is dot, dot, dot for all moments of quintessential Bruckheimer Project, a big movie that at its core is just too small. Now, Jerry Bruckheimer could be part of the problem. Like, critics hate on Bruckheimer. Yeah. For whatever reason. I'm not really sure why. What
0: What are some of his notable movies?
1: Jerry Bruckheimer? Yeah. Anything with huge fucking... Set pieces and explosions. Here, I'll, I'll I read that. Was Michael Bay. Both of them.
0: <laughs> so, part of my, my 10 facts are China thinks he's the best actor in the world. So uh, He's taken home a number of awards in his American films. He, has, he won an Oscar for leaving Las Vegas in 1995. But nothing beats that honor other than the Hu Ding Award bestowed on him in 2013. And it is. The best global actor in motion pictures.
1: God, that's not right.
0: 2013. This is way after you said he, 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 it is a hot stride. Yeah. Number nine on my list of weird facts. He once sued uh, Kathleen Turner because she said, because she said he stole a dog. So they were on, uh, they worked together on Peggy Sue got married. And she made, you know, she started saying these rumors about he was once busted by the cops for stealing a chihuahua. So I remember that
1: story. He,
0: he got pissed. He sued her. And then she issued a public apology. <laughs> <laughs> like, golly, he really took it that serious. Uh, number eight, he once woke up next to a naked man. Now, not, not like that. But one day, one night, he woke up early in the morning and there was a man completely naked, in the le- well. he had a leather jacket on, sitting at the foot of his bed, eating a fudge sickle. How crazy is that?
1: That's fucking weird.
0: And now, Nicolas Cage is so cool that he just talked to the guy until the police got there. No incidents, no nothing.
1: Well, the guy probably got scared because he didn't know who... Nicholas Cage just played so many
0: badasses, you know, No, was he's, he's probably Star rock. <laughs> Uh, it's safe to say that Nicholas Cage and his family moved out of the house right after that happened. Uh, he
1: once did mushrooms with his cat. So, oh, are there? I don't want to jump the gun here, but this, is there anything in your story coming about exotic animals? No, I didn't. I looked at all his expenses. I should
0: have looked up while I'm doing this. Can you look up the, his expenses that because he not only did he not pay taxes, but he had a an insane amount of expenses on things that he bought. Like stupid stuff. Like this one that I'm talking about next on my my crazy facts. Not crazy, but weird facts. He's going to be buried in a pyramid. So, uh, he bought a nine foot tall stone pyramid in one of New Orleans most famous cemeteries. And that's where his body's going to be. And the last time we went to New Orleans, because you can there they have these, you know, their cemeteries are a big deal. They're all above ground. They're like tourist attractions and we, we toured the same one that this big stupid pyramid is, is at and uh yeah that's where he's gonna be. He also owns uh or he did own a house in New Orleans that was supposed to be like the most haunted house. Yeah, that's I'm I just
1: look at that right here. He he bought a murder mansion. Yeah. Um three point five million dollars. Yeah, apparently back in the day,
0: like way back in the day, there was like this lady that believed in voodoo and she would she would buy these slaves and murder them in her attic and then like drink their blood or something weird. Like that.
1: So, to connect with that, he, he does, he's also bought pygmy shrunken heads. I don't know if you know what they are, but they're basically those uh ancient tribes that would um take heads that were cutting off and I don't know what they would treat them in, but they would sh- the heads would shrink just pygmy, pygmy. Look those up, pygmy yeah. shrunken. That's weird, man. He's, a He's got two dude. two albino king cobras, crocodile, shark, sixty seven old T. Tyrannosaurus skull, octopus.
0: It. Yeah, I remember he bought an octopus. Private
1: island. Uh Yeah.
0: Insane. <laughs> and he had, he had a multi million dollar comic book collection too.
1: Yeah, he had to so sell a bunch of that. Yeah, he sold his
0: uh, Superman number one
1: or his first. For one that 6, sucks, $1.6 million. I wouldn't, I mean, he's having to sell everything to pay off, which is what sucks.
0: That's an insane <sighs> amount of money to owe if you had to pay that much. That's crazy.
1: Mm-hmm. Sad. Uh,
0: he's a weird guy, though. He did you know that he eats animals based on how they have sex? What that's weird. The actor only eats animals that are dignified when they mate, like birds or fish. I don't, and this is not, this doesn't make sense to me. I'm just going off my nose. <laughs> He refuses to eat any living thing that has sex in a way that he doesn't find attractive. So, <laughs> Nicholas so C- hes Nicolas not a cannibal.
1: Nicholas Cage is a weirdo. <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to just have a—I'd love to give that guy like acid and just follow him around Las Vegas for a couple I don't think- hours. I don't think you need to. I think just <laughs> him around
0: by himself. I think you just hang out with him, and he's—he's he's weird. He's a weird guy. What else do I got on here? Uh, yeah, he once had a pet octopus. He bought a uh, so he so he uh, bought a castle. He bought a yacht. He had a jet. He bought a Tyrannosaurus Rex skull. <laughs>
1: I mean, that that pretty much explains why he's having to pay back taxes to the
0: IRS. He's about stupid shit.
1: He's just a weird guy.
0: So I never claimed that he was a smart guy. I just said that he was the greatest actor of all time.
1: I mean, according to the world, he is. I think
0: yeah, China even thinks so.
1: <laughs> but here's the thing: I think. Like in China and stuff, like they're just now watching movies that came out in the '90s. If it's not, if it's unless it's Disney, they're up to speed on the Disney stuff. But everything else, they're like ten years behind, dude. I will ask. I will ask. And everyone that's
0: if you're still listening to this, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're talking about nothing in this episode. If you haven't realized it yet, (laughs) (laughs) but I will say this, Murph, to you, and if you go watch Joe, and then. Then tell me if he has potential. Like if he just maybe if he, you know, get, hires a better agent that picks the better roles for him, and just see he he has the potential to, to not maybe not have a full Robert Downey Jr. situation happen, but he
1: can. Well, you know, I, he can I agree. I he is. I like. Don't get me wrong. I like him, but because of his circumstance, he has had to make so many bad movies that I just like you said, Joe. And and for those of you listening out there, you guys may know of some of his other recent movies that are not bad and worth watching. watch. Please yeah, let us know. Seen
0: any of them. Yeah, hit us up. I just
1: I don't give him a chance because I'm like I Bangkok Dangerous, 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. And you like you probably made you $12. That- I watched the first 30 minutes and turned it off. And that's rare for me because I'll stick movies out. Like yeah. Bangkok Dangerous got a check for $12, which is what I get for my grandma on my birthday still. <laughs> that's what it made. Jesus. But I'm going to watch Joe. I'm going to give it a chance.
0: Watch Joe. Watch Joe. Let me know what you think. Uh, Other than that, I think we're circling the drain. Murphy, you got anything else? Nah,
1: man. I was, yeah, we're drain circling.
0: Yeah, this episode has been a complete waste of your time, and I apologize, folks. Uh, But next week, we'll be back on track. We'll be back on schedule. And then starting the first week of October, we'll be on our new schedule. I'm really excited about that. If you're on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, anything, find us. And, uh, and smash that smash like. Smash
1: that like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can't wait to talk to
0: you guys uh, more. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Hey guys, I wanted to take another quick second and say thank you for stopping by and listening to me and Murph's nonsense. If you really want to support the podcast, Take a screenshot of this episode right now and post it on your story. Tag us and we'll repost it. See you guys next week.